a two to four year project. Let's talk about that. Welcome back to another episode of the Daily Panthers Podcast. I am your host, Wes Taylor, and this is the Daily Panthers Podcast. You can follow me at Daily Panthers on Twitter for all the news, analysis, tips, tricks, things happening with the Panthers, whatever they may be. I cover it all for all of eternity, just like Madame Zeroni from Holes, if you've ever seen that. I curse you and your family for all of eternity. That sounded more like, oh, what was that guy's name? A, I don't know why I remember this, but Robin Williams did an impersonation of him in the original Aladdin cartoon when he was first being introduced to Aladdin. So whoever that guy is, I don't remember his name, but either way, I digress. What a great movie. R.I.P. Robin Williams and possibly R.I.P. the guy who lives as, or Was voiced as Aladdin. Whatever. I hate when podcasts do this, but I do it. Oh, well. Anyway, so let's jump into it. Today, I want to talk about Frank Reich's two to four year plan. (gasps) Gasp. This probably made some people cringe. Probably made people do a couple of double takes. Made us very worried about the Panthers as a whole. And flashbacks to M-A-T-T-R-H-U-L-E. Um, and his seven-year plan. So I know that there is a lot of reason to be concerned about anyone trying to sell you a plan, whether it be a seven-year plan, a two-year plan, a four-year plan. In the NFL, every fan base wants to win now, and that is the case. But let me ask you this. If you're upset about the two- to four-year plan comment, or if you have any feelings toward it whatsoever that are negative, and if you've are positive about it, really. Do the same thought exercise. Where do you hope the Panthers are in, say, four years? If they won a Super Bowl, would you be happy? If it was in four years, if we did not go three seasons without winning a Super Bowl, but we won one in four years, would you be happy? Yes or no? If the answer is yes, then you're okay with the four-year plan. Ultimately, that's what it is. We are trying to win football games. We are trying to win playoff games. We are trying to be competitive and win a Super Bowl. And if we're able to do that in the next four years, then we are happy. We are a happy fan base because we haven't done that in our entire franchise's history since, what, 1995? So 28 years, we've never won a Super Bowl. We've been to two of them, what, with a 12-year gap between them, what, 2003 and 2015? So what is in four years, 2027 since 2015? God, that's 12 years. Holy crap. Um, yeah, so (laughs) it will have been, am I bad at math or is that really 12 years, 2015 to 2027? Oh my God. Okay. Wow. All right. Well, that makes me sad. And anyway, so two to four year plan, two to four year project, whatever the wording he used, it's fine. Matt Rule came in as a used car salesman with the seven year warranty on your car and sold you a lemon. Frank Reich is an experienced veteran with a few walks around the block. He's been in the NFL, I counted, 35 years, between like 17 years being a backup and about 17, 18 more years as a coach of some sort or intern. 
or whatever that may be. So Frank Reich has been doing it for a long time. Like a really long time. So if he says two to four year project, I believe him. And he also said he's going to die in Charlotte, essentially. So that is pretty funny. But think of it this way. If you hired a contractor to build you a house and that contractor was like, normally I build cruise ships, but I'm going to start building houses or mm, that's not exactly the same one-to-one because a Still, he was still coming from a football team, just a different level. So maybe he's going from building a residential home to building you like a corporate office. And he's like, I've been very successful building these residential homes by some measurements. I've never been a ranked team, but so by some measurements, I've been very successful. And everyone thinks I'm going to be successful building this corporate office. It's going to take me seven years to do so. And it is going to be the best corporate office you've ever had. You're like, okay, I will sign up for that. Let's do it. This young rising contractor who is from the residential side. And then after year one, you're like, okay, I don't really see what you're doing, but you had a lot of success building those residential homes. And um, I'm not going to question your process because you must just be that much smarter than me. And then after year two, you're like, okay, why is there a door to the outside on the third floor with no deck why is there a garage door that's shorter than a car it's those sorts of things where you're like okay i thought this guy was a genius but maybe he's just so much of an idiot that he looks like a genius and then in year three you're like okay this isn't even starting to look like a corporate office why did i pay you money get out of here i don't want to see your face anymore i will literally pay you money to not show up anymore to build this corporate office And you're like, okay, that contractor sucked. We're not going to do that again. Let's hire a guy who has built corporate offices before. He's been in the field. He knows what he's doing. He got fired from the last one because it didn't turn out how his owner wanted it to. But he still has a lot of potential. And a lot of people think that that owner is drunk and crazy and too involved. Okay, Frank Reich. Here you go. And then the new contractor says, I've got a two to four year plan to fix what the other guy messed up at this building and then build you a nice new great building. But first I have to fix all this other stuff that this other guy did. He was not paying his workers. They were not disciplined. He didn't have a blueprint for anything, (laughs) pun intended. And I've got to do all that stuff. And I've also got to hire all my own subcontractors. So that's going to take a minute. But the subcontractors I hired are like the best in the whole country. Okay, I've gone far far enough with this metaphor. But you see what I'm saying. If you were hiring a guy to build something that some other guy had just messed up, you would be okay with a two to four year plan. And the process, what if I told you the process is the same? That this two to four year project is the same as if Frank Reich was like, we are trying to win a Super Bowl this year, period. If he said that, you'd be like, this guy's insane. We're not winning a Super Bowl. But I do like a guy trying his hardest to win games. Don't give me this wait-and-see BS bologna sandwich that you're trying to feed me and the rest of the fan base. Don't give me that. Be honest with me, but also, like, you better try to win games. This is the NFL. If I went to my job and didn't try to do my job to the best of my ability, 
I would be fired eventually. I mean, you get some runway, some leeway, but you don't get to just sit there and not win games forever. How how long would it be before you would be upset if we weren't winning football games? Would it be one year, two year? Like, when is Frank Reich on the hot seat? At what point do you consider him to be on the hot seat? If we have two losing seasons in a row, would he be on the hot seat? Probably going into year three. That's part of the two to four year project. But while his words say two to four year project, our actions and our moves as a team say we want to win now, even if it's going to be a two to four year project. Think of two to four year project as like perennial playoff team. That's what I want you to think of when you think of two to four year project. Not like we're not going to be good for two to four years. That's not the two to four year project. The two to four year project is perennial playoff competitive, trying to win the division every single year. We might even mess around and win the division this year. But even if we do, I don't want you to fast forward our progress and fast forward the two to four year plan expectation. That that happens with a lot of businesses too, where they over succeed and they kind of give like a, the investors are like, we need that profit every time. You're like, we're ahead of schedule. This is maybe not what it's going to be. Just pause if we would have done half of this you would have been happy but now that we've done double you want more of it that's what i'm saying with panthers fans if we accidentally mess around and have a great season that's awesome but don't get your hopes up too much we still have a lot of holes on this team and we don't have any (laughs) first round draft picks for a couple years we gave those up so you know it happens it's totally fine but Our actions are saying win now. You don't trade up for the first overall pick because you don't want to win yet. Um, And you don't make the moves that we made, give up the assets that we gave up to say, "Mm, we're not going to win for four years. That's not what's being said. All that is being said is it's going to take us two to four years to get to where we want to be. And where we want to be is in a Super Bowl, in the playoffs. And I don't necessarily think that that means two to four years to make the playoffs either. I don't think it's going to be four years before we make the playoffs and that's a success. I think it's more so like we're going to consistently be in the playoffs every year, always in the hunt for in two to four years. Right now it's winning season first and then next year playoffs and then go from there. That's kind of what it looks like at this point. Barring injuries, it really just depends. Because you've got so many things up in the air. And the Lions starting safety, uh, what was his name? C.J. Gardner-Johnson, I think is his name. He just messed up his knee. Looks like it's okay day to day, but you never know what could happen in training camp. Fingers crossed starting today. No injuries. That's really the only thing that we want to come out of training camp with. And the start of this two to four year plan is some injury luck. Uh, We have not had much injury luck over the past few years, to be honest with you. And how much of an impact that has had on our winning, I don't know. I don't know. But I do know that it's hard to win when your number one cornerback isn't on the field. It's hard to win when your number two cornerback isn't on the field. And it's hard to win when your greatest offensive weapon was injured all the time. And he finally had his first healthy season when we traded him. So, ain't that about a you-know-what. But... I digress. So all I'm saying with this two to four year plan is give Frank Reich a chance. Don't turn off your ears and close your eyes just because someone said something similar to someone you don't like. And I cannot stress this enough. 
just because someone, let's rephrase this, someone you don't like can say something that makes sense or can say something that is true, and someone you do like can say things that are not true or that are wrong. In this case, with this plan, while it may reflect something similar to what Frank Reich said, or sorry, not Frank Reich, Matt Rule said, it is still accurate. It is still relevant. And that is just the case. It's the program. This is Frank Reich 2.0, as he said in that Sports Illustrated article. So this two to four year project is something that you should get behind because we're getting a brand new building up. This is a brand new Panthers, Panthers 2.0. And there's really no shortcuts to winning. Like, what would you want Frank Reich to say with this current roster? Like, we are going to win a Super Bowl. No, that's just dumb. First off, a rookie quarterback has never won the Super Bowl. Go ahead and look it up. It hasn't happened in the history of the NFL. That's I feel like that's one of the only like glaring thing that's never happened in the NFL history is that a rookie quarterback has won the Super Bowl. Um, so, you know, they got into the NFC Championship. I think they may have gotten to the Super Bowl once or twice, but someone like Ben Roethlisberger, I think he was in his second year. Russell Wilson, I think he was in his second or third year. You've had quite a few guys win them on rookie contracts due to the flexibility of those. But you have not had a rookie quarterback actually win a Super Bowl. So that's off the table. And then if you said, we want to make the playoffs, we do want to make the playoffs. But with this roster, do you think we'll actually be able to do so? Maybe because of our weak schedule, but not because of all the talent on our roster. We're still very young at a lot of premier positions. We have a lot to prove at a lot of premier positions. And our young guys have, this is a prove-it year for a lot of our young guys. You have someone like Jeremy Chin. This is where we want to see him take a leap. J.C. Horn, can he stay healthy? Dante Jackson, can he stay healthy? Iki Aquanu, can he take the next step? Bryce Young, is he worthy of the number one overall pick? These are all huge question marks. Terrace Marshall, huge question mark. And not in a bad way, and not in a, these guys are not going to be good or they're going to get cut if they don't live up to their potential. But eventually, your top guys have to start playing like your top guys. And if you draft them in the first round, they have to play like they were drafted in the first round and be available to play. And at the end of the day, that's all there is to it. You need guys who are exceeding their draft position. You need guys who are living up to their draft position. Someone like Brian Burns is a perfect example. He had a proven year, and he proved it. Derek Brown, same thing. We need other guys to follow suit because if they do not, then we will not be excelling as a franchise. And there are some key pieces on the offense and the defense who, if they do take the next step, we will be a playoff team this year. If they do not take the next step, then we have a lot to work through because that is a lot of names that I just named that are having prove-it years or that we need to see something out of to prove that this core can win in the NFL. Because right now they have not proven that. There is no one on this team that you should be attached to outside of a couple of guys. Because we have been perennial losers for, what, have we gone seven years without going to the playoffs? Five years? Seven years? I can't remember. Five, I think it's five. Five years without an NFL playoff appearance? Maybe six? When was the last time we had a winning season? Hmm? We're stuck on five to seven wins for the past, like, five years. This is rough. We went through rough years with Ron Rivera. That's why he got fired. 
Then we hired Matt Rule. We all know how that went. And now we've got Frank Reich, who I hope is the answer. I hope. I hope. Yeah. Sure. I hope. I'm rooting for these guys. Of course I'm rooting for these guys. I want all of them to be good. But at the end of the day, what it comes down to is performance on the field. And right now we haven't had it. And this two to four year project, it better be closer to two years. Trust me that. Trust me with that. It better be closer to two years. Because if it is not, fans are going to start getting restless. Because while I do say that it is going to take a little bit, it is going to take a plan, we can't just start from scratch again. That is not the case. And I don't think that's what we're doing. But don't give me this, be patient, we have a rookie quarterback. Mm Mm-mm. You don't trade everything we traded to be patient. No, that's not a patient move. That's an aggressive, we want to win now, we want to be competitive in the NFL move. You don't trade all those assets for an unproven commodity like Bryce Young, and I'm a supporter of that move, but you do not do that and then ask for patience. You have told this fan base time and time again that this is our year, this is the time, we're a serious franchise now. Look, We've got a serious owner now. We're a serious franchise. Look, he's spending all the money in the world to get this flaming college coach. He's the new generation of coaches. He's a genius. No, didn't work. Now we're back to the drawing board, but we're not. You cannot bring us back to the drawing board every time you screw up. It's time to get something right. It's time to perform on the field. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) And I think that this is the start of that. And um, I just want to be very clear, while I am supportive of Frank Reich, and I'm supportive of this coaching staff and these players, with that support comes expectations. And my expectations are high, because we don't have a whole lot of rookies in positions of contribution. Obviously, the big glaring one, Bryce Young, rookie contribution. Jonathan Mingo is kind of in a... It's a comfortable spot. He's not a lot of is expected of him this year. It's like it would be nice if he broke out, but we're not depending on him for our offense. Chandler Zavala, same thing. He's on the PUP list. DJ Johnson, labeled as a project. Jamie Robinson, fifth round pick. So none of these guys are in positions where we're like, we need him to perform or else we lose, except for Bryce Young. Outside of that, the rest of these rookies, they are nice to haves. Or in the future. So if they are able to take that and excel, and the guys who are in positions now are able to excel, don't feed me this BS about we need to be patient or we need to wait or trust the process. Uh Uh-uh. The process has already started. It started two years ago. And every draft or every pick that we made this year was more of a luxury than a necessity. Every pick that I just named... They're not, none of those guys are starting, probably. Jonathan Mingo may, but that's it, outside of Bryce Young. So the rest of the draft, luxury, depth, learning. So don't give me this be patient nonsense. I, I will be happy with a winning season this year and playoffs next year. If a winning season this year results in a playoff berth, I will consider that ahead of schedule. But this year, I want... Nine and eight would make me happy. I would call that a success. But rarely in the NFL, I feel like, do you get like such a linear movement of 
Oh, we went seven and nine. Now we're going to go, well, not seven and nine anymore, seven and ten. And now we're going to go to nine and eight. And then eleven and six. And then thirteen and four. Rarely ever is it a linear movement like that, especially for the Panthers. Fun fact the Panthers actually have the highest variation from season to season out of any team in the NFL's history, and it's not close. So by that I mean one season they'll go seven and nine, the next season they'll go sixteen and zero, the next season they'll go six and ten, the next season they'll go eleven and five. It's all over the place. It's up and down. So lately we've been pretty steady, which is outside of the norm for our franchise's history. But all of that to say we never know what this next season is going to bring. <laughs> and I'm a huge supporter of Frank Reich. I am. I'm a Frank Reich guy. I've been watching him for a few years now at this point because as if you've listened to this podcast before, you know I'm a huge Philip Rivers fan, or I was when he was playing. Uh, congrats to him for his 10th kid. My God. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I've been following him since his days at the Chargers, through the Eagles, and the Colts, so I'm very supportive and familiar with Frank Reich's game, and I think it's gonna it's gonna rub people the wrong way when he starts losing or if he starts losing in his demeanor. Right now, you're like, oh yes, very calm, very wise. This is what we need a, a presence. We went from Matt Rule, who feels like you're going to Vegas and snorting coke and going to strip clubs, and then you have Frank Reich, who it feels like you are playing a round of golf at Quail Hollow, it's like night and day difference where you're like, oh my god, I'm so hungover, I just want to hang out with this old man and drink chocolate milk on the porch. That's what it feels like right now, after going through the Matt Rule saga, and then the whole Steve Wilkes thing, and whatever side you were on with that one. Now we're like, I just want to chill on the porch in a rocking chair and listen to Grandpa tell stories. That's nice now, but then in... In December, when you're four and ten, you're like, God, I just want to see some fire. Like, why do you not care? Why are you not chewing out the guys? Why are you not yelling more? Why are you not more mad? It goes both ways. Or if we're winning, you're like, Ah, the wise old man. He's Yoda. He goes from being Yoda to being not enough fire and way too conservative real quick. That's the way it was with John Fox. Same thing. Like, oh, yes, John Fox, he's a great coach. We love him. And then it's like, why are you punting on fourth and one from your own 47? Go for it. It It, it is both ways. Same thing with this whole two to four year project. If, it, if we win, it makes sense. If we lose, you get mad. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, it's just whatever wins games. And I don't want you to get too caught up in this two to four year project. I don't want you to get too caught up in expectations or anything like that, or Bryce Young, or any news that you see in training camp, especially that. Just go with the flow, hope for no injuries, that's all we want, no injuries, no injuries. We are building a little a little circle, a little candle circle, a little seance saying no injuries, no injuries, no injuries. It's like you don't talk about a no-hitter when it's happening. I'm doing the opposite. I'm talking about injuries every day. Until we get out of training camp, just so I cannot not jinx us. I'm going to over jinx us to where we're getting unjinxed. It's like, um, what's it called? False, not false. Um, reverse psychology. There it is. I'm reverse psychologying the universe. But really, what it comes down to 
is the project, it's like you need hurried patience in the NFL where you see the the teams who have made the most changes at coaching positions where it's like you change guy after guy after guy. It's kind of like the chicken and the egg. Do you stay with the guy because he's winning or do you stay with the guy or are you not, is you not staying with the guy causing him to lose? It's like Mike Tomlin. Yes, he is. He's been at Pittsburgh for what, like 15 years now, but it's because he's won. Or has he won because you stayed with him for 15 years? It's probably a little bit of both, honestly, but I would like to see some patience from this fan base. And I'm going back and forth. I'm all over this podcast, but this is how it is as a Panthers fan. One moment you're like, it's fine, I'm cool, it's fine. It's like um, Hades from Hercules, where it's like, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And then he like blows up. That's how I feel as a Panthers fan. I'm going back and forth. Because part of me is a little bit perturbed at the use of a four-year plan. I will say I'm comfortable with the backside, the front side of the lower side of that two to four-year project. I'm not comfortable with the four-year aspect of that project. That is essentially a lifespan in the NFL for a solid head coach. Um, Especially these days when you have guys like Nathaniel Hackett getting fired after, what, like 11 games or something? Man, I... I can see why Aviro, Hera Aviro wanted to get out of there because they really passed up on, I don't know that he was even interviewed for the position, but for Nathaniel Hackett to get hired over him, whew, man, that should be in that court case. I don't know if it's still going on, but in that court case about minorities not getting opportunities, that is the first person they should point to if they want to go that route because who, oh my God, what a, what a dumpster fire. But this is not is not going to turn out to be that. Everyone wants the new hot NFL head coach. And in this case, we got the 61-year-old, hopefully Yoda, not spilling, putting on his chest and needing to be fed type of old person. So all of that to say, I, I don't know. I never know. I don't know. What's the record for like a coach who has been fired in the NFL and their record? Like, Andy Reid is a good example. He got fired, and he has won a couple Super Bowls since then. And um, do you think the Eagles regret letting him go? Well, I guess they've won a Super Bowl and been to another one. But there was a lot of storylines last year. Either way, all I'm saying is it's okay if he's been fired before. He's learned a lot. We're getting, like, advanced, like, upgraded, as he said, Frank 2.0. So just give it time. Give it patience, and let's lock in to this. Let's start with two years. This two-year plan, see where it goes. Because, again, the process is the same. When you're trying to win football games, when you're trying to do something, any goal that you're trying to achieve, any long-term goal, the process is the same. If you're training for a marathon, which I have done, you're going to run X amount of miles each week regardless. Whether or not you are trying to run a marathon in four hours or you're trying to do it in four and a half, you're still going to run. <laughs> That's the process. You freaking run. And you do it every week and you show up every week and do the same things over and over and over. And you don't skip. And you do them with excellence. The process is fearless, as John, not John Madden, Joe Madden, Joe Madden would say. Um, as long as you're trusting the process and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing day to day, 
The rest will work itself out. The result, that will come. But the process is what we are concerned about now. Everything else is just noise. Right now, we're just making sure that we're doing everything great in practice. And by all means, it seems like it is going well. Frank Reich's greatest asset might be his willingness to learn. Even at 61 years old, 35 years in the NFL, he's asking guys to coach him who are much younger than him. He was asking for feedback after he got fired from former players and former coaches about what he could have done better, writing it all down in a notebook, trying to create something that's better for him. He's hired guys outside of his circle like Thomas Brown and Ahira Averro. He's hiring guys that he's never met really. And he's basically just trying to take the best version of everything and turn it into the Carolina Panthers. And if you trust this process, then you trust Frank Reich. And if you trust the process and you trust Frank Reich, then you trust the two to four year plan. And that's all I'm asking to you to do. Because right now, that is all we have. So buckle up, get ready, because training camp is here. Starts today, first public practice tomorrow. So I hope you all have a good time if you're able to get out. Congrats, enjoy it, have fun, don't forget to drink water. Have a great rest of your day. I will see you later. Peace.